Okay, let's get this started. Well, this is Hiram, and today we're going to be talking about the moral dilemma of the conquistadors of the New World. To start us off, I'm going to go over a lot of the key points I'll be talking about, and even though this is way back in history, this is something that I feel is worth talking about. We hear a lot about the origins of our home country, the United States of America, but we never get into the real origins of it. The real origins are back when this land was first discovered. Even though it was already inhabited by humans, this land was first discovered by Christopher Columbus in 1492. This is where today's discussion will begin. We always hear about how amazing Christopher Columbus was with his idea that the world was round, and in turn discovered the new world, but we never hear about the other half of the story. This side talks about the almighty people from across the sea that invaded and killed off their people. We don't even consider what was destroyed to bring about where we are today. Was it right for the conquistadors to come over and destroy the natives, people, culture, and civilization? I'll present my information and give my stance on this matter here today. And to start off, we're going to go with the original idea. And this is basically the argument and the reasoning for why it was a good thing that the New World got conquered. Christopher Columbus's reasons originally for sailing the ocean blue were the three G's, gold, glory, and God. At the time, there wasn't a good way to get goods from India or China without them being expensive. And Christopher had the grand idea that the world was round. He thought he could sail a boat off the coast of Spain straight to India. He could buy all the goods at significantly cheaper prices, and he would have all the glory for discovering such a method. And, they, and of course, they could spread religion. Uh, God was a minor reason in this case, but it was a major reason for a lot of the people who were on board with Christopher's idea. When he finally got the sponsorship from the king and queen of Spain to go on this journey, he left and discovered the new world. Christopher was right about the world being round, but very incorrect about its assumed size. So far, I feel that the reasoning and methods are used are very justified. They are all reasonable in the way that is for the benefit, and it doesn't have any intentions for evil so far. But now we'll move on to where things really changed. And this was, of course, when Columbus first arrived at the New World. He discovered that there was an already existing indigenous group of people, and they were still in the early forms of civilization and didn't have any type of advanced technology. Two of these tribes were the Tainos and the, Kalin and the Kalinagos. They treated the Spanish people as gods. This is because the Spanish people were white, and that was actually a big factor that helped the indigenous people determine if they were gods. They simply thought that if they worshipped and served the Spaniards that they would be blessed. The Spaniards took advantage of this. They took the indigenous people's riches, land, and freedom, and they were enslaved. At this point in time, slavery is not a new idea and has been around for a while, and slaves came from anywhere where the people were more poor and had less power. But even then, this is where the debate really starts. The Spaniards have just begun the destruction of the indigenous people's society, but it isn't to the point yet, it isn't to that point yet, and we still have quite a few interactions to discuss. In some ways, it didn't go into slavery, and, other, and the indigenous people got to trade. They got access to guns, and others got access to horses. And this is... The example of Christopher Columbus with the Tainos and the Kalinagos is an example where it's bad, but to get the full picture, we have four basic points of view to go over, 
and that is bad interactions from the Europeans, bad interactions from the indigenous peoples, good interactions with the Europeans, and good interactions with the indigenous. Only after reviewing all of these can we truly get a big idea of where this was. Okay, so now let's go more towards a good example. And even though the Spaniards were first over to the New World, they weren't the only ones to interact with the original indigenous people of the Americas. Great Britain sent John Cabot to explore North America. France sent Giovanni da Verrazzano to explore where is currently modern-day Florida. The Dutch didn't send anyone specifically, but were known to send groups. Now, what do they all have in common? All four of these societies have been known to trade with the indigenous people. All of them did the fur trade, and this fur trading will eventually become the fur trade that we know in American history. There wasn't really anything specific that was traded other than riches fur, and furs from the indigenous people, but we do know that they got alcohol, guns, horses, and just other European goods. And this is how indi the indigenous people prospered, and they gained what they needed over their native enemies from the traders of the sea. Trade is a huge part to why it was good. Many prospered from both sides. This is clearly an example of when it was good that the Europeans came. And now there's another side of the effects to this trade, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Now let's move on to some of the indigenous people's views. The Aztecs and the Incans were some of the first indigenous people not to instantly view the Spaniards as gods. They noticed that they were very much advanced and different, but still human. As Cieza de Leon said, with the indigenous people, when the indigenous people saw the ship coming on the sea, they were amazed, as this was something they had never seen before. They were astonished, but they were prepared food for the Spaniards, as it was proper to give a warm reception to strangers. And they sailed out to the ship on balsa rafts, without any guile or menace, but rather with joy and pleasure to meet such new people. The local Incan governor told the Spaniards they were welcome to come ashore and provision themselves with water and whatever they need without fear of harm. For he took his visitors very rational people since they were not causing any harm. Once again, a good interaction from the indigenous people's views. Now let's go to where things really started to change with the conquering of the new world. And this is something that really ends our discussion because after this nothing else matters we've passed the point where the moral dilemma is relevant because after this it's destroyed and there isn't a dilemma anymore because the dilemma already has a side so the conquering started originally with columbus enslaving the tainos but we'll start the major conquering didn't start until hernan cortez who is another spanish conquistador he landed on April 22nd of 1519, and within two years, the Aztec, he attacked the Aztec civilization and destroyed it. Hernán Cortés was allied with other indigenous people such as Tlaxcala. They were few in number, I mean, and then the Spanish, after destroying the Aztec, went to try to conquer the Mayan people from the years 1551 to 1697. Now, this is mainly because they are fewer in number and more dispersed. But in this case, more distance equals more time. And also during this time, Francisco Pizarro 
with his indigenous allies were also battling the Incans between 1532 and 1542. There were other conquistadors, but the major indigenous people were the Aztecs, Incans, and Mayans, and the three all happened to be conquered by the Spanish. And now let's get to where this moral debate was first discussed. And this was by Bartolome de las Casas, and he's a very major person. He was the first person in recorded history to bring up this debate and defend the indigenous people. So now we have representatives from every side in history. The conquistadors with their intent to conquer, the explorers with their intent to establish claims, bring over colonies, and establish trade routes. Finally, Bartolome de las Casas to defend the indigenous people and have the other side of this story. It is true that a lot of the original culture and stories from the indigenous people have been destroyed. Las Casas gives us the closest thing we have to an indigenous representative. Las Casas is a person that switched sides. His family was with Christopher Columbus, and they gained a great deal of things and land from the New World. But upon seeing how the natives were treated, Las Casas gave up everything and became a spokesperson for the indigenous people. Now where he started was fighting for the fact that indigenous people were still people and should have all the same rights as everyone else in the Spanish Empire. King Ferdinand of Spain agreed with Las Casas, but didn't know what was happening to the indigenous people. So, Las Casas exposed the acts of conquistador and claimed that it was an act against God, nature, and Spain. And through this, laws were passed, but unfortunately, the enforcement of said laws were pretty much impossible. And now, there are primary sources out there from Las Casas' maps. On these maps were labeled places where Las Casas witnessed things happening. Things such as the violent capitulation and enslavement of women and children, torturing for entertainment, and obliterating newfound towns. He has witnessed the Tainos attempting to reduce the gold tribute that they were demanded of, only to fail. And this serves as a true testament as to what the conquistadors were doing. Now, the final thing that Las Casas did well was enforce a debate and trial of the conquistadors. This happened through a series of events that started with Pope Paul III. And what he did, and what Pope Paul III did, was declare that the indigenous people were human beings. And that really kicked off this. Then the debate was sponsored by the Spanish king at the time. And then they together questioned the entire Spanish colonization enterprise. In this debate, Juan Gaines de Sepulveda, who is a religious scholar, claimed that the actions of the conquistadors were justified because they were barbaric and slaves by nature. The indigenous people were, that is. But Las Casas argued that they were still human beings, again, and should be treated as such. They are intelligent, free, and rational people. They deserved the basic human rights. And with this reasoning, Las Casas said that they should end their rule both. And then after this discussion, they both brought up fair points. And this debate was actually never finished. Both of them walked away claiming victory. But once again, no one was ever declared such. And this very debate between whether it was right or wrong happened for the next 300 years. And that's where our moral dilemma is. So for further explanation knowledge, I have Mrs. Cammon with me to explain a lot of the indigenous people's views and a lot of the effects that they had. 
She teaches Spanish, and this includes the ancient civilizations of the Americas. So Mrs. Kent, what were some of the good things that came from the conquistadors and explorers to the indigenous people? So when Christopher Columbus came over, it was it was a colliding of two, the old world and the new world. And so the development that came there, um, the new ideas, the land, the broadening of culture, I think generally from a large perspective, that's what happened at that point. Okay. Now what were some of the bad things that came from them? Well, I think the whole beginning, it, 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 it was a very rocky relationship. So Columbus came um, and started claiming land that, you know, was already occupied. People already had it. It was their home, and that's where they had their whole life. And Christopher Columbus just came in and, and claimed it for Spain. Um and then along with that was a huge misunderstanding of culture and how land should be taken. I mean, basically, he didn't claim war, but that's what it was um, on the indigenous people there at the time. And oh, there's quite a few negatives. So we can get into, um, you know, in the conquistadores. So the, the first wave was Christopher Columbus exploring, finding land, setting up colonies, um, and there was some trading and there was some claiming of land, but there was also um, taking advantage of every single situation there was and mistreatment of people. When Spain saw that the opportunity was there and there was quite a lot of land, and of course they were still looking for gold, but they also saw the opportunity for land and colonies, um, they sent the conquistadores. So their goal was to take land. To conquer people take land and from there they did that so the negatives that came out of that was they brought in disease they brought in uh, they wiped out civilization you know smallpox in some you can read some studies where it's, it says it it wiped out 90% of the people others maybe not so much but um, just a huge percentage just a smallpox alone and then the the indigenous had a lot of of their own diseases that made their way back to to the Europe also, so it was turbulent. It was mistreatment of um, the indigenous peoples. There was a collision of these two cultures, and it didn't go well. Not for a long time. Yeah, those are some pretty horrible things that happened, especially that plague. So. What are some of the ancient civilizations that were impacted the most and why? So you mentioned the Taino and uh, they were completely wiped out. So um, being wiped off the face of the earth. <laughs> then um, the Aztecs, they, they, were, they were reduced drastically. Um, they were impacted the Aztecs were overthrown, not just by Christopher Columbus, but the outlying indigenous groups, tribes of people, because the Aztecs were worsened people that were constantly looking for new uh, people to sacrifice. And so the people surrounding 
the Aztecs actually helped Cortez uh, defeat the Aztecs and make his way into there. Um, so that was that was the beginning of the downfall of the Aztecs. The Inca were the, kind of the same. So speculation is that they were also suffering from smallpox when the Spanish came in and made treaties and then um, uh, just basically turned around and killed the king of the Aztecs and that was the beginning of their downfall also. And the Inca had probably more gold, so they were very interested in them, but that was a, that was a very quick fall of the Incas. Okay. Now, of the conquistadors and the explorers, which of them do you think left the biggest impacts, good or bad? I think, well, Christopher Columbus, he was the first one to come over as an explorer and set the stage. So, um, and, you know, he was, he was so desperate, I think. I guess my view is that he was so desperate to conquer, to bring back um, spoils to Spain so that he can continue to explore, that he was really willing to mistreat, take advantage of the Taino people. Um, and did so just horrendously. And the, um, so at the time, which is the next person I want to talk about is Las Casas. So Las Casas, he was, he was a young boy, um, Bartolome, when Christopher Columbus went over, but Christopher Columbus was, um, his family along with Las Casas were the parents were involved in landholding. So Las Casas, as a young child, already had a, an interest in the new world. So as he grew into a young man, he went over to see how things were going and found, um, you know, on his first tour over, he saw the landholdings, he saw the people, and then he happened to see uh, a massacre. And that really struck a chord with him and he started really looking at how the people were being treated. And that led to him converting and becoming a monk and he became an advocate for the indigenous cool so do you think there are any other major important pieces of information that you think you can contribute to this discussion you know i think one of the things that um we need to consider or just know about really is when the conquistadores walked into these civilizations specifically the aztecs they saw a people that their goal, the Aztecs' goal, was to keep blood flowing in the temple so that the sun would rise. That was part of their religion. Um, so there was constant human sacrifice, and the ultimate human sacrifice was to make sure that the, the person was sacrificed and their heart ripped out while it was still beating. And so for what was considered cultured or civilized um, society, they were just horrified. And so... Part of their wiping out of the Aztecs um, was based on this. They didn't understand the culture. They had no desire to, to understand the culture. And so along with that, they had to... Taking that into consideration, um, maybe it helps understand where the conquistadores came from and they justified their actions as such. Um, that it wasn't going to be an easy or light takeover or agreement or uh, of or anything of that sort okay and finally what's your side on this topic do you think the conquer the americas was overall a good or bad thing and why i think it was going to happen either way um 
I don't know that it could have been avoided. I think there could have been done, of course, things to understand each other culturally. But that's retrospect. You know, we can always look at things in retrospect of, of how it could have been done. I think the biggest thing that happened was Las Casas saw what was really going on and he he was able to be an advocate. And I don't know that that would have happened um, with any other with any other culture that, that they would have had a, an advocate step up so quickly and advocate throughout the entire thing uh, for indigenous rights. I don't know that that would have happened had someone else conquered. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. And now, with all the information on the table, it's time to really compare and take a side on this moral debate. With the indigenous people who received the new technology, there was a shift in native power, and trade was an exceptionally good thing. And unfortunately, they were ultimately destroyed in ways with sickness, wars, and enslavement. Now, although this happened, we wouldn't be where we are today without it. So, there can be arguments for both sides. The side arguing that it was wrong will say that the culture was destroyed. The conquering of the new world has killed any opportunity for a different version of life to happen. We live in a society with permanent establishments, business, and government. There is a possibility that something completely different may have emerged from the indigenous people. The people that were here were enslaved, killed, and manipulated for the benefit of the European people. There isn't any excuse for what happened. You know, on the other side of the bait, we have them arguing that it was right to happen. And we wouldn't be here today. The differences of the old new world were so vastly different that a fight and conquering at some point was inevitable. Who is to say that the indigenous people could have sailed to Europe with a different kind of weapon and do the same to them? There's also the argument that it could have been worse. Thanks to Las Casas, we have a lot of preserved, accurate records of the indigenous people, and everything could have been destroyed with barely a hint as to how they lived. Thanks to the records, we have preserved their culture well and can learn from it. And there are multiple sides to this argument. Personally, I think it was wrong that it at all happened. But it was done in a way that we have successfully preserved it and we still wouldn't be here today without it. I believe it was a good thing to happen for today's world, but definitely very wrong things happened in the process and at the time. Well, that's all for now. 